0: Hello, welcome again to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Lantman, but most people just call me Landy. You'll remember that a few weeks ago we spoke about the referendum that happened in Taiwan on the 18th of December. That is a few weeks ago, but I can tell you now that the referendum has come and it has gone. And what has happened is that it was not too popular. Not too many people went out to vote. I believe it was just over 40%. And you might remember that I mentioned something like that might happen. But um, the short and the long of the story is that the people who initiated this referendum, which was basically the opposition party, they failed because they wanted the people to vote yes for the four questions. You might remember it's um, to ban pork from America containing ractopamine, the enhancer, and to hold referendums on the same day as national elections and also to restart construction of the fourth nuclear power plant and finally to uh, stop the construction of a natural energy plant which they say would hurt the sea life but they failed on all four accounts because more people voted no if, if you know what I mean they wanted the people to vote yes for these four things but more people voted no so it was although a referendum is not always along party lines but you can see it as a victory for the ruling party because they wanted their people to vote no. And um, the difference between the yes and no were not that great. It was not a massive victory for no, but they had enough and the yes, they actually never had enough to get even close to get any of these questions passed. So in the end, you can look back and you can say, okay, the government has won this one. And now it will be not that easy to uh, start new referendums with similar questions. There's a law that says now you have to wait a few years before you can do something similar. So that was the referendum. It happened a few weeks ago on the 18th and the uh, governing party is pretty happy about the outcome. So maybe we can have a bit of a rest now from that. So the other thing, a uh, little more serious thing that we can talk about today is again the Omicron variant. And just to give you an example how the people completely go overboard with this, It is now very clear all over the world, they've done studies in South Africa and in England, which shows that this variant is actually not so bad. People don't get sick. Hospitalizations are down by 70% and so on. But for some reason, the governments in the world and also the government here in Taiwan, they have decided that nobody is allowed to get sick from this virus. People can die on the roads, people can die from hunger, We can close people's businesses, but you are not allowed to get this virus. And that is starting to get to people a little bit. People who read the news a lot will know that people in Holland are locked down over Christmas and New Year. And in other countries, they're also, like in Italy, I believe, they now have to wear masks inside and outside again. This in spite of the fact that the virus is just like a flu, people don't really get that sick. To give you an example, what I saw in the newspaper here in Taiwan, I opened the newspaper and there's a massive headline and it screams, uh, as I told you before, just to digress for a moment, we don't really have domestic uh, infections. We haven't had for a long time, except the time when the researcher got it, right? All the cases are caught at the border, shall we say. They, When they come into the country, be it uh, foreign workers or Taiwanese people returning, they get tested at the border, they go to quarantine, and uh, 99.9% of the time they catch the virus there. So the virus never actually gets into the community. So here's the headline it screams 12 omicron infections caught at the border and this is how i see it i see it it's a, it's a loud shout that's saying be careful we are all going to die again then you read this article and you go down to the third or fourth paragraph and it says of these now remember the headline was huge right they've caught these omicron oh my goodness how lucky is that then they go it goes down and it says seven of the cases are extremely mild Which means the people are hardly they have a little bit of a sore throat, a little bit of a cough, maybe a headache. And what about the other five? The other five have no symptoms whatsoever. So of this twelve that they tried to scare us with, virtually none of the twelve became really, really sick. And I think this is the case. It's a good example of how it is all over the world with its omicron. I don't deny that it's extremely infectious and it's running rampant around the world, people are infecting each other, but hardly anyone gets really really sick so you have at some stage have to allow people to continue with their normal lives you have to allow flights to take off and land from different parts of the world you cannot stop i see now that uh, america on the 31st of december have said they will lift the ban on flights from southern africa because now uh, they did it because omicron was first discovered there right but now the other parts of the world have more omicron cases than southern africa so what is the what is the purpose of keeping a flight ban to southern africa so they're going to lift it hopefully other countries will follow suit so those poor people in southern africa and the rest of africa can can be linked to the outside world again all right let's move on to something i found uh, interesting now when i came to taiwan there was a toothpaste that i found in the in the stores and it was called Darky. and the picture on this toothpaste box was a black man with a huge white smile. He looked like these uh, these um, American minstrels, you know, that, that danced on stage with a top hat. Those those guys, right? And there was a picture of this guy, black with his white teeth. And it was called in English, darky. And if you translate the Chinese, it is called uh, black people toothpaste. But not long. <laughs> I found that interesting because I would say that's a little bit, racially insensitive right it is words that we don't really use much anymore so after a few years the english name changed they just changed the k to an l so it was called dali the k the became dali but the chinese name continued to be called black people toothpaste for many years now for decades already right i've been here a long time then in the news it says next year they actually now going in 2022 they're going to change the chinese name as well it will now be called haolai Lai, which is just the name of the company in Chinese. It will be called haolai Toothpaste, and then the English name will, will remain Dali. So I think that's a pretty, a pretty good move, because um, I think it's a little bit strange that in the times that we live, they would still persist with that name, which made some people smile, but I'm sure it made some people a little bit unhappy. And they also added that they have a five-year plan to make their packaging 100% recyclable. So that's uh, more good news from this company that uh, they, they have their products all over asia and uh, so very soon we'll see the dali toothpaste and the chinese name will be Hao Lai, which is uh, quite an improvement i think all right let's see what else can i tell you oh yes so uh, christmas came and went and you won't believe it but in taiwan which is not the coldest country in the world we actually had a white christmas now not for everybody You would have had to travel to the highest mountain in Taiwan called Jade Mountain and there right on the top we had some snow on Christmas Day. So a few park rangers I suppose had a white Christmas but uh, the rest of us it was cool uh, in the north but not not very cold but some people at least had a white Christmas something that doesn't happen too often here in Taiwan. So there was snow and there is still snow on the on the high mountains as winter really approaches today. Actually, as I talk to you, we have uh, welcomed a nice cold front and people are actually bundling up against the coldness. So winter is finally here. And then finally, one more thing I would like to share with you is I I saw also in the newspaper an article about a man, a motorist, who for many years, he has been ignoring the the authorities. He never pays his uh, parking tickets. He never pays his fines that he gets. uh, like, Like after a while, if you don't pay your parking ticket you get a fine right so he's he's ignored that he's uh, ignored all messages from the motor vehicles department and the traffic police so finally they uh, they decided they are going to they're going to try and find this car this guy and his car because at this stage he owes the traffic department 300,000 taiwan dollars that is 1200 unpaid <laughs> <laughs> unpaid fines and traffic tickets that he just didn't pay it came to 300,000 so they found him and they took his car they impounded his car and very quickly he was at the the office of the traffic police saying that man he has some trouble but um, can he maybe pay pay this off in installments and they go no nope. we're going to auction your car off because we want that 300,000 that you owe us so he's lost his car So it shows you don't fight against the might of the government. In the end, you're going to lose. Before we go, I just remembered one more thing that happened a few days ago. A guy walks into a convenience store and he shouts, this is a robbery. But everybody in the store just looks at him because it looks like a normal guy. And the, the cashier behind the counter just looks at him and continues serving the people who were lined up. And then the guy gets in the line to pay something at the cashier. And when he gets to the front, suddenly he lunges over the counter and grabs two thousand dollars and he throws it on the ground and uh, he says to the cashier call the police i'm a thief (laughs) call the police the cashier calmly walks around from behind the the counter picks up the two thousand taiwan dollars goes back puts it in the cash register closes the cash register then he calls the police the guy is waiting for the police he stands there waiting when they arrive he actually goes out and he greets them he said hello nice to meet you I, i i'm a thief you must take me into custody they take him to the police station for an interview. It turns out he hasn't had a job for a long time. He doesn't really have money, and he wants to go to jail so he can get food. Poor guy. But I think he's not gonna get to jail because they just uh, they are gonna the charges against him are gonna be really light charges, something that you don't really have to go to jail for. So his plan didn't work. Poor guy. Let's hope he had some Christmas food and that somebody will um, will give him some food for the new year. Talking about the new year. The next time we talk to you will be 2022. So to all our listeners, we wish you a very happy new year and a very healthy new year. And uh, we'll see you again soon. That brings us to the end then of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And until we talk again, goodbye.